I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. This is where we're on the journey together to search for simple systems and strategies that make mom life easier and more intentional so that we can get to the end of the day feeling good with how we spent our time. And today you are joining back into part two with Julie Lowe. And if you missed it, part one, episode 136 was amazing because we talked about stress and you're going to walk away from that conversation knowing what stress really is in your life and how to use it. And it's seriously a a game changer of, of how you feel about stress in your life and how to leverage it. So if you missed that, go back and listen to that and then come back here for part two as we are transitioning from talking about stress and a big culprit of what stresses us out as moms is the desire to do more and be more productive and get more efficient. And there's a cost with that that we don't realize what happens when we do get more productive. We use the systems and we are becoming super efficient. What happens with that extra time we get isn't necessarily what we think. (laughs) We're not necessarily spending our time the way we think we will when we get all of this extra time back in our day. And so there's a little bit of a wake up call here and some strategy that Julie really shares to give us a game plan and help us be very intentional. So today you're going to learn how to protect your time and actually use it the way you want. And don't forget, uh, she'll mention at the end, you can read the first chapter of her new book coming out on her website. Link will be in the show notes. Let's get into it. And I feel like it's just that continued vibe of back to our default of just being in that frantic, whether it's our mindset, what's happening in our thoughts, or frantic energy of the whole productivity thing and just Mm -hmm. doing things and we're Mm -hmm. stressed because we're just bouncing from one thing to the next. Mm -hmm. I feel like all of these are super common for moms and especially anyone that's really pursuing that personal growth and Mm -hmm. productivity like we are here. Mm -hmm. And, And really all these strategies, I feel like are often there to just facilitate us reaching for more and more and to go faster and faster. And we go into that whole hustle culture Mm -hmm. concept and just going, 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 striving for things. I saw on your website, this great line that I want us to kind of talk about with this whole concept of productivity and trying to do more and do it better. And you mentioned like, we just get more efficient at burning ourselves out. I want you guys just I'm like, do the cliche repeat it thing just because I'm really amped about it. <laughs> it's important. So I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> okay, so we get more efficient, which we love, but we're just more efficient at burning ourselves out. And that I was like, oh, that just hits the nail. So please dive into that for us. Yeah, I think the thing is when we're feeling overwhelmed and we've got a lot going on, the first thing we think of is like, you know what, I just need some sort of productivity hack, I need some sort of time management solution, if I was just better at organizing my time and getting more efficient and productive, that would solve my problems, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we feel like that's going to be the thing that solves our lives. Finding the time isn't necessarily the hard part. You know, you could go right now, Google, 
productivity hacks or time management and find some really decent tips that probably will make you more productive. And yeah, there's lots of things you can do there. The real problem though is when we start using these things and we get more efficient and we get more productive, we're doing it thinking like, oh, it's going to solve my life because I'm going to get my work done faster. And then I'll have more time with the kids and I'll be able to cook that really good, healthy dinner. And I'll be able to do this and that. And not, and we're thinking like we're going to fill that time with family stuff and self-care. And I'm going to work out and I'm going to do this, right? We think mm-hmm. like we're going to do all this amazing, relaxing stuff for family time, but we don't do it. We just get more efficient at burning ourselves out because we just do more work faster or we still work the eight hours. We just get even more done, but we don't take the time off and do the self-care or spend the time with the family or whatever it is that we think we're going to do. We just cram more and more and more and more into our days. And that's really, to me, kind of the whole hustle culture and why it becomes so toxic and I think especially if you if you really care about what you're up to, you know, the work you're doing or whatever you're involved with, you want to get things done. You want to be great at what you do. So it feels like the right thing to do. But I think that sometimes we're really just using busyness as like a coping mechanism, honestly. And the thing is, like, we can't hustle our way to enoughness. I think sometimes we're trying to like get the gold star. We're trying to feel like we're great and and really just kind of prove that we're we're smart enough, good enough at our job, good enough at whatever. And we're just really staying busy for busyness sake. And that's why we're becoming, you know, more efficient and burning ourselves out is because we're not shifting that priority because we we think we can't do both. We we think like I just got to do more and more and more in my work. So yeah, that's why I think hustle culture just really becomes so toxic. I'm all about. I mean, I've got you know quite the work ethic. Like I grew up on a farm where you know blue collar culture where like being lazy is about the worst thing you could be called. So like you know I'm all about working hard for what you want, and you have to have that balance, and you can't just get more efficient and cramming more and more into your day and never take that time for the family, for the health, for the, you know, the relationships. Yeah. And I think this is where it goes back to that whole concept of having a plan, because if you don't have a plan for your time, as you Mm -hmm. get more efficient and get through things faster, if you don't have a plan that actually includes those Mm -hmm. lofty ideas of family time and going for a walk, finally calling your family or whatever, like, you're gonna fill it with more tasks, more check boxes that make you feel like enough, like you said, like, because mm-hmm. we're just trying to fill that thing. Like even if you even if you're a, a stay at home mom, it's like your home is your job. And it's like mm-hmm. you're trying to just do more and do better at the laundry and the cleaning and like yeah. organizing the stuff or in your corporate job, whatever it is, it's just if you don't have a plan for extra time, you're gonna fill it with work type thing, things that make you For feel sure. like you're productive. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's an endless to-do list. Like you said, yeah. whether it's at home or in an office, like there's always going to be laundry. There's always going to be dishes. There's always going to be something your boss wants you to do. Like there are always going to be things on your to-do list that you can do. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in it, it's easy to just keep going. But to your point, if you have that plan, you're way more likely to actually make it happen 
So you do, you have to schedule the time for the self-care. You have to schedule the walk that you want to take on your calendar. And it may seem almost silly, but it's just not going to happen. Like I have found like, if it's not on my calendar, it's just not going to happen. Right. And so that's the thing of like, we don't do these things because we're like, oh, that's ridiculous to write down whatever. Well, is it? Because are you doing it right now? (laughs) What you're doing isn't working. So let's try writing it down in the calendar and see what happens. Yeah, just defining that lifestyle that you want, that you have that blend of the personal growth that you want and learning and doing better and being more efficient, but not at the cost of just doing more. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. yeah, And it's funny. I'm I'm so glad you said that of like, but are you doing it? Because that's like, I say that over and over again in my book is it's called A Few Good Habits. And it's all about like, what are these common sense practices that sound so basic that your first reaction is probably going to be like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know that. Like, I've heard that before. I know I'm supposed to be doing that. But are you doing it? Right. Mm -hmm. Because common sense is not always common practice. That's the problem is in our busy lives, we hear these things and we go, yeah, I've heard that before. Like, I know I should exercise like whatever. But are you doing it? Like, are you prioritizing it? And so you really have to find the ways to make it a real priority. So it actually happens. Because if you know, in theory, that exercise is good for you in so many ways, but you're not making a priority because it hasn't clicked in your brain why it really matters and how it's going to help you, you're not going to do it. It's going to be like, oh, I'm going to start working out. Okay, well, when? I I don't know, like soon. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. It's like trying to schedule, you know, a girl's night out with your your mom friends. It'll be like six months before you all get your calendars right. You're like, oh, we should go out sometime. And then like, it never happens because it's so hard to make it happen unless you literally pull out your calendars and like, yeah, if you want it to happen, you get it on the calendar. Yeah. And and yeah. yeah, that's, I love that just little self check of run through your mind, all those little things, those little practical mm-hmm. tools that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We like to make it harder. Like if it doesn't <laughs> feel hard, if it's not some big deal, then it can't be, it can't yes. be the way to do it. When yeah. it's like, no, just yeah. literally the easy, simple stuff is all you need. For sure. Yeah. 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 We like a sexy app or a, a cool technique with a neat name or something that really it's, it's those basic practices that we need to get back to that actually have the biggest domino effect too. That's the crazy thing. Like when I really started digging into habits and trying to figure out, well, what matters? Like I've tried all this stuff. What actually like moves the lever and actually makes a difference in my stress levels, in my energy levels, in my productivity levels. It's the basic stuff. And they have this domino effect in your life that, you know, even unintended consequences uh, that are positive from just taking these these simple actions. Yeah, for sure. And I'd love for you to just give us a little bit more about your book and maybe tell us like, as we're thinking through all of this, the balance of not going crazy and all the stuff, but finding the right simple things to move forward. Maybe give us one or two of those simple steps that actually help us. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the book, I cover four habits that really, I think, make the big, biggest difference that if we focused on nothing else, if we just really prioritize these basic things would make a big difference. They, they call them keystone habits. These habits that have that ripple effect and really kind of affect all of the different areas of our life. And it's like more bang for your buck, right? So if you're a busy mom, like what can you focus on? That's really going to have the biggest impact on your life. And exercise is the number one thing. 
And I know for me, like once I get into the habit, it's pretty easy to keep up the routine, but exercise has always been one that's hard for me to, to get started on and, and to stay in that routine. And I used to think of exercise and I think, well, if you're exercising, it's probably because you want to lose weight. Like to me, like the two were tied together. Like that was the only reason I could think of. And I've been for with my husband for over 25 years. We've been together since we were teenagers. So like, you know, I'm not too concerned about how I look in a bikini or anything at this point. And so even if I wanted to lose weight and like slim down or something, weight loss wasn't motivating for me for exercise. But when I started looking at exercise and going like, okay, I've heard this a million times. You should exercise is good for your health. Like conceptually speaking, like, yeah, it makes sense. But the thing that really motivated me is when I started looking at exercise and how it affects all of your life and especially stress levels. Cause that's the other thing about the four good habits in the book. I intentionally chose them because they're all habits that are also going to help you reduce stress. And I think especially right now, everyone's stress is sky high. And so I started looking at, okay, well, why is exercise going to really make a difference in my life? Like, why do I need to care about it? And exercise, like I mentioned earlier, is going to kind of help calm that fight or flight response that we have when we're stressed out. You mentioned earlier stress debt. So the idea behind that is that stress is a lot like sleep debt, right? So we all get sleep debt. If you don't sleep well, night after night after night, it kind of adds up. It's like compounding interest, right? So if we're sleeping badly for a long time, it's going to add up on our body. Stress works kind of the same way. So if you have chronic stress and you're stressed over a long period of time, it adds up and it adds up and our body remembers. Our body keeps the score on stress and we hang on to it. So I like to think of stress debt and the idea of like, to make it really simple, that in the average day, we accrue 10 units of stress, right? So it could be that the kids got sick. It could be the dog tore something up. Could be you got a flat tire whatever it is, like every day stuff happens and you're going to have some stress in your life. We talked about how stress is not all bad, but it does add up. It does weigh on us in some ways. And we have to do things to try to set that clock back to zero, right? So to try to get rid of those 10 units of stress. Well, let's say you go to bed tonight and you get a really good night's sleep. You wake up in the morning, you've taken off seven units of stress. You still wake up with three units of stress. And then because it's a typical day, you add another 10. So to, you know, tomorrow night when you go to bed, you've got 13 units. So even if you get a fantastic night's sleep, you wake up with six, right? So the idea is it adds up and it adds up. So we have to do something in addition to prioritizing getting a good night's rest that chips away at that stress. And exercise is one of the number one ways. So we burn off some of that cortisol and adrenaline. We give our body something it needs. We're also, of course, helping our overall health and it helps our mental health. It really helps to get that movement is going to help you feel more energized. It's going to help you feel more productive. It's going to help you relax some because we get so tense when we're stressed, right? I've realized like my shoulders are up by my ears sometimes because I'm like all tensed up from stress. So really the stress is going to be helped so much by the movement. And um, there's also been studies, there's these crazy side effects of people that exercise on a regular basis also, like I said, are more productive, they're less stressed, but they're also more patient, which I think all of us moms could use a little bit more patient. 
And funny enough, like they smoke less, they eat better, and they use their credit cards less, which I thought was like really weird. That is so <laughs> random. <laughs> I don't know. But it has this this funny ripple effect, this domino effect. When we start moving our bodies more, it helps in so many areas of our lives. So I would say like if you start with one good habit, it's to get some exercise every day. And if you're like, I really don't like that, <laughs> I don't like to work out, I don't like to sweat, or I don't have time. That's the other big one is I don't have time. The good news is it doesn't take that much movement to have a positive impact. So if you can even do literally two to five minutes of high intensity workouts in a day, there's been some studies that have shown that it has lasting benefits to your health. And it's going to help with the stress levels too. I call them exercise snacks. So little bite-sized workouts. Like what can you do in two minutes or five minutes? You can literally turn on music and dance. A song is usually about two to three minutes. You can do a hit workout. There's a million of those on YouTube. Um, you know, you can do jumping jacks. You can run. If you hate to run, like don't run. Find something else. I have a lot of friends that hula hoop. They lost weight. They love it. They yeah. turn on music. I can't hula hoop with her. <laughs> Darn, I'm not coordinated enough. But they love it, right? And, you know, so make it fun. It doesn't yes. have to take hours. You don't have to go to the gym. You can stay home. Make it fun and it can be fast. As long as you get your heart rate up, you're going to have the benefit. Yep. I love that because it's, again, that whole thing of like we get something in our mind to achieve, to reach, it has to look a certain way. Like I used to, not to bash a particular workout program, but I would do my <laughs> workouts in a particular program. And it was like, if it wasn't that workout, it didn't count. And I yeah. had to like retrain my brain to be like, you know what? If I'm going for a walk, that counts. I don't need to do a workout and a walk, like yeah, to check the box, like just moving your body. And I love that it's like, whatever, it's literally moving your body and enjoying it. And yeah, that's a whole nother yeah, <laughs> yeah another episode <laughs> to go down. But yeah, I I love the intention there and just seeing how just the simple choice to do have a plan to commit to yourself that you will do something like that to reduce stress and just to start building that one habit into mm -hmm. your day and to build from there. So yeah. I love that. Um, please tell us a little more about when your book is coming out and how people can connect with you to get help. Like if they're stuck in just the the overwhelm of all the personal development and doing yeah. more, but yeah, losing, losing their sanity in the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. So the book is called a few good habits. It's going to come out on October 5th. Unfortunately you can't pre-order it, but if you go to my website, coachjulielow.com, you can actually read the first chapter of the book for free before the book comes out. So you can check it out, see if you like the vibe and uh, you can do that now. And then on October 5th, the book will be on Amazon available for purchase and like I said, the whole idea behind the book is I wanted to write a book, especially for busy women, that is really practical and is advice that you can start using right now. It's not going to be overwhelming and it's not going to make you feel like ashamed if you can't do some big crazy plan because the whole point is let's get back to common sense practices. Let's get back to basics. It's like this really simple and I give lots of tips around how exactly to start on the habits because sometimes it's the hardest thing is we get really overwhelmed. And, you know, I used to try to overhaul my entire life at once and I'd be like, I'm going to work out every day and I'm going to eliminate sugar and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cook every meal and I'm going to like all this. And then I would do it for like 
two weeks and then I'd be like, screw it. I can't do it. Right. And I'd throw all away. And so I just really wanted to make sure it was like, okay, what is the plan that's really going to work that we can make happen? Even when we're busy moms, even when stuff is going on, no shame, no guilt. How do we keep it simple? And how do we focus on just a few good habits? They're going to have that huge ripple effect and really kind of bias some time and some space and, and most importantly, reduce stress too. Amazing. We're all about simple systems here. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And I will have all of her links in the show notes, you guys, to definitely go read her first chapter um, for sure and check out the book. So thank you so much, Julie, for being here and just helping us guide through this whole personal growth journey. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Okay. So my takeaway for you guys today is to not just get more efficient in order to get more done, but to get more efficient at being intentional with how you spend your time. And Julie was so great in just sharing and affirming. It always comes back to the simple basic steps that get us progress. So I hope you guys are encouraged to start making a few good habits. And as you know, I always say, if you want to make something happen, you write it down and you put it in your calendar. So if you check out her first chapter and are really interested in her book, put October 5th in your calendar to check her out on Amazon and you won't miss the opportunity to really pursue developing this few good habits. I truly value your time and I so appreciate you hanging out here today.